It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in. Jay Talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up on busy. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talk to a man whose name is Bradley Jay. Improve my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in. To see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in. WBZ, we're live, midnight to five. You're on Jay talking. And um, like you, I've probably been hearing about burials at sea, a thing called burials at sea, and I wanted to know more about it. So we have Captain Brad White here, who's um, the maritime angle, and Chris Goulet, who is the well, Chris, how do you what do you call your end of the deal? Well, I'm a licensed funeral director, and I've accompanied Captain White uh, on a number of uh, full body burials at sea, and we also run a, a large cremation uh, business. Okay, in the Commonwealth. So, how did you two? Well, who came up with the idea for burials at sea, and how did you two get together? Well, years ago, my family was in the milk business, and they used to pull milk carts from home to home all throughout New England via Clydesdale horse. So, my great uncle. Edwin said, if the horses are not pulling milk carts in the afternoons, we should pull hearses. So the M.C. Kelly Funeral Home was born in Boston, which now morphed into Gormley Funeral Home, which lives and breathes today in Jamaica Plain in West Roxbury. And as a kid, I used to work right down the street here in Medford for Gaffey Funeral Home because I thought I had an interest in the death care industry. So uh, for many years, uh, I worked uh, for the Gaffey Funeral Home Company. And then I went off to college, and my career was with the Sharp Image Company for a couple of decades of designing and developing and bringing products to market. And one day I bought a really nice boat and got my captain's license, and then somebody said, hey, could you scatter my uncle's ashes at sea? And I said, sure. So one became 20, became hundreds, and I said, this is a real business. And this was going back to 2006. So I named the company New England Burials at Sea, and we operated starting out of Situate, doing burials at sea for up to six passengers and roll the camera forward a number of years and we now have 86 different vessels that we use departing from 73 ports from Maine down to St. Thomas and from San Diego up to Seattle. So we do scatterings at sea by boat, by airplane, and then back in 2009 we started doing full body burials at sea and it's not like that's new, that's a 300 year old tradition but we gussied it up and polished it and made it really, really nice. Uh, we use uh, burial shrouds that are made of a cotton We'll canvas. get to the details of that. Okay. I want to find out about, Chris, and how you came, you actually reached out to Captain Brad, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, our company many years ago was actually three different uh, businesses that we, we had, uh, one of which was the Cremation Society of Massachusetts. And 
uh, with a name like that, you'd expect we'd do a few cremations from year to year. A lot of our consumers were asking for alternatives to burying cremated remains. So uh, good alternatives would be scattering at sea. Uh, and a number of those families wanted to attend those events when we would go out to sea and, sc and scatter their loved ones. Well, it turns out uh, we looked into it and we needed a licensed sea captain to be able to offer that as a commercial endeavor uh, to cover ourselves liability-wise with our insurances. So we reached out to Captain White, and uh, he would take those families on for us. How did you know about Captain White? Is it kind of coincidental that he was already doing this on he his own? Just, I think he had just... I think it's on advertising, but I, I may have seen an ad for you, or you sponsored a, something. Uh, a print ad or WBZ Radio, I think. May maybe have been. Yeah, it may yeah, well have yeah. been. Uh, yeah. But we gave him a call. He's a real straightforward guy. And what we liked moreover is that uh, we felt comfortable uh, in the feedback that we were getting from our families after the fact that he, we were handing them off to a, a qualified person that would offer a a meaningful service to them and uh, be respectful and dignified all at once. You know, I don't think I officially <clears throat> introduced you folks. Captain Brad White is uh, from New England, Barrows at Sea. Chris Goulet, president of the Hamill Leiden Chapel and Cremation Service of Massachusetts, and it's located in Quincy. Thank you. So there is a long history of burial at sea. Who wants to, I guess that would be a Captain White question. Tell me about the history of burial at sea. Well, years ago, uh, during World War One and Two, when uh, sailors would perish or Army or Marines, uh, they did not have a way to refrigerate. So the most uh, sanitary and effective and efficient way was to bury at sea wrapped in a sheet uh, with chain to weight the body down. And uh, when we were asked many times to do full body burials at sea, I kept saying, no, we don't want to do that because we need to figure that out. So I went to the Boston Public Library and I studied it. So we modeled everything that we do now for a full body right back to the War of 1812, and everything is authentic from the English toe box design uh, burial shroud that's made by skilled Navy veterans on the South Shore uh, from a very fine cotton canvas duck that's designed to degrade to the cannonballs that are made by a foundry for us on the South Shore that actually makes the cannonballs for old Ironsides. And uh, it's really a, a pretty cool place. And we, our cannonballs are 37 and a half pounds each versus the eight pound official cannonball for, uh, for, for the Constitution. So the regulation is we have to have 150 pounds of weight. And when we do a full body burial, typically the body's not embalmed. We don't handle the body. The funeral home does because they are the licensed funeral home to do so. And we head out. The regulation is at least three miles into at least 600 feet or 100 fathoms of ocean depth. So here in New England, that's anywhere from 22 to 48 miles offshore, depending upon if we leave. To get from, that deep? To get that deep, 22 miles from Plum Island and 45 from Hyannis or Plymouth. And, for instance, we were out last week on a full body out of New York. It was 100 miles, and that's a long poke. That's a 12-hour round trip. Because it's out of New York and it's shallow? Yes, the continental shelf, yeah. And then right down to South Carolina, we're 75 miles. Then we get down to Miami, and it's 8 and if we go out to San Diego, it's eight. If we go to Seattle, it's eight because it's very deep, very quick. How, did, how long does it take to get out 75 miles? Six hours out, half hour, 45 minutes out there for our sea tribute for the decedent, and then six hours back, usually within plus or minus a half an hour, depending upon which way the wind and the current is going. And we use big boats. I mean, 100-footers that have three engines and very comfortable with three planned meals, a hot breakfast, cold lunch, and hot dinner. Your biggest one is 125, and your smallest is 30. Correct. 125 down to 33, correct. 30, okay. Yeah. And you mentioned that no uh, embalming is done. Does that, that must sort of keep, 
help keep costs down because embalming must be a costly thing. Chris, what what is it that you actually do when it comes to the body? Sure. A, you do a lot less in some ways than in a... It's a little different. It's a little bit less. Uh, I don't know that it that embalming is something that's specifically prohibited for a body burial at sea, but I just know from my own my own gut is that I wouldn't it's it's a it's a harsh chemical that we use for that process of uh, preserving a person and through embalming and it's not something I would really feel comfortable introducing into an ocean environment and so for that reason I recommend to the families that come to us for this type of uh, of uh, memorialization to uh, just go with our refrigeration until we're ready to go out to sea and then we could do everything right on the vessel any kind of viewing can be done right on the vessel and typically embalming is not warranted for a so short. there's no wake typically that's correct yes the any ceremonious activity goes on the vessel correct is there refrigeration on the vessel not on the vessel but the person is refrigerated up and right up until we leave uh, early that usually early that morning on the day of the departure how do people get in touch with you if this sounds interesting to them well, uh, I'd say it would start by contacting your local funeral director. If you wanted to use our service, you'd contact us. You'd well, make... the, the Barry, let's see, if that's of interest, who, yeah. who do they contact? Well, Captain Brad White is the industry expert on this, frankly. So uh, they would, of course, when somebody passes, they go to a funeral home. Right. And you would instruct that funeral director to contact you folks? New England Burials at Sea. Or typically what happens is this. In today's day and age, people are really proactive, Bradley. They want to make their plans up front so that when that time comes and their loved ones are going to pass, they have time they can focus on that very tender time, not worrying about the details. So I can tell you, and Chris, we've had this experience together, that I would say seven out of ten times people call ahead of time. Everything's mapped out, planned out, and paid for through the funeral home. And then when the time comes, everything's we swing into action, and the whole jigsaw puzzle comes together very quickly, typically within a week for planning for people to fly in hotels and boats and weather and everything that we do. So our company is New England Burials at Sea, and it has a really good website, newenglandburialsatsea.com, to answer your earlier question. But, you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet is that why do, why do people choose this? And it's amazing because in America, there are 175 million people of the 330 million people that live within 10 miles of the water. So there's a huge gravitational pull. I want to. You might be born in Boston and then retire to Tucson, and you die in Tucson, but you always come back to Boston to be buried. That's typically what happens. So people want the energy of their body to go back into the ocean because, as we all know, the oceans cover 75% of the planet, and your body's made up of 70% water, and there's a huge harmony there between the two. And people just whether they choose cremation. Or and scattering by boat or by airplane or a full-body burial, they want to be part of the planet again. First, we'll go to Tom in Medford, so he doesn't have to wait a long time. And in a bit, we'll kind of walk through um, what one of these burials at sea. We'll get a description of how it goes kind of step by step, so you can get that picture in your mind. We have Tom in Medford. Tom, hello. Hi, Tom. Hello. Um, I actually have you on my computer, Um um, I'm trying to set up the burial at sea, but I was thinking more, I want to be cremated, but I was thinking, can you just cremate me and take me out into Boston Harbor, or do you got to go out further? 
Well, that's a two-part question. Good question. Good glad, question. Glad you're thinking that way. So the first thing is you select your funeral director and you choose that you would like cremation. And uh, then uh, as your family gathers and when a time is convenient to them, and that's what's great about cremation, if there's anything great about it, is that you can choose your time and you can do it when you're uh, uh, emotionally ready. The family can do that. Sometimes they wait 20 years. Sometimes they wait two days. It's all and it's something in between. So you, you, you work with your local funeral home and the folks uh, at uh, uh, Hamill uh, uh, and Leiden and Cremation do a very fine job and that's why we like working with them. Uh, and then what they do is they give the cremated remains in the temporary urn and if you choose to buy an ocean-friendly urn, you can do that through the funeral home. Uh, and, and then uh, the family is uh, in receipt of those cremated remains and then we pick the family up. You said Boston, so we depart from two points in Boston. One is... Uh, in Charlestown over the Navy Yard, and the other is at Rose Wharf. And then we, by law, have to head three miles offshore. So by the time we get to three miles out of Boston, it's about eight miles. So is that three miles for just the scattering? Correct. Okay. Three miles is the regulation. There's no depth requirement for scattering, but three miles. And we go right out past the oldest lighthouse in the country, and that is manned by Mrs. Snowman. She's been there for almost 32 years, and it's the oldest lighthouse. And people love that lighthouse because you can always look at that lighthouse and remember your loved one. What's the name of that? Is that Nick's? No. Is that? Uh, Little Brewster Island. Little Little Brewster. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tom, you're interested. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and my other question is, if, like, say I wanted to set this up now and pay up front and say I live another 20 years, does the cost go up and would it oh, increase? Good question. Can you lock in your rate today? Chris, take it away. Chris so, is the licensed fiduciary for that. Go right ahead, Chris. So uh, where it comes to making your arrangements ahead of time, Tom, uh, that's where we would come in or the funeral directive you're choosing would come in. Uh, because all the planning would be done uh, through both Captain Brad and the funeral home or cremation provider, but the prepaying would all uh, occur through the licensed funeral home because we're all set up and uh, able to, to set up a pre-need account for you and in an inflation-proof uh, plan. That's his question. Will can he pay X and have it still cost X if he lives twenty I years? I can't. I can't speak to all funeral places or or cremation providers, but I can tell you that we feel it good, makes good business sense from our standpoint to secure all of our costs. Now there are a lot of variables with the service that Captain Brad uh, pro, uh, provides, so I, I'm not sure how his price guarantee uh, exactly works right now. But you have to expect that there's variables of fuel costs that are can vary quite. Wildly on so the sea. So you can't well, let's be talk about sure that, that yeah. if you pay X, that it won't be more later on. Well, with us, we will guarantee our scattering price for five years. Okay. So if you sign up today on October 10th and the fuel is $4 at the pump for marine diesel fuel, we mark that right. $4 and then we reserve the right because we don't control Venezuela or any of the fuel. If fuel goes up, we can charge a little fuel surcharge, or if it goes down, we give it credit. Now, I will tell you, it's not a big deal of a difference on a scattering because we're only going six miles round trip. But for a full body burial, if we're doing 80 to 100 miles, 80 to 200 miles round trip, then it will make a difference. So you're in good shape with us where we would uh, guarantee a price for five years, revisit it again in five years, and if the fuel is the same, we'll re-up it for five years. So the only variable is the fuel? Correct. And if you're only doing a scattering, that's only three miles. So not, not a big burning deal. a lot of fuel. Not a big deal. And you could choose a smaller boat, too. Right. But the, the more important question, though, uh, the underlying one that really hasn't been mentioned as part of Tom's question is, 
as uh, pre-planning while it does lock in the costs of the lion's share of everything that's done, including all of the cremation part of our service, the law in Massachusetts protects your wishes if you've prearranged and prepaid for your services. No one then has to come along and approve your plan because the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, by virtue of the contract you've made with the funeral director, uh, will enforce that plan. No one can change it. So as long as it's notarized and you have your plans ill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Illustrated on a piece of paper and it's on file with the funeral director and your fiduciary, whether it's the uh, family's attorney or accountant or, or loved one, then they have to execute what you lay out. The criteria is the individual has to make the decisions for, for the type of disposition themselves, pre-plan it themselves and pay for it themselves. And the law protects their wishes in those circumstances. Okay, so what happens if Tom makes that decision and comes to you and does his pre-plan uh, and he changes his mind and wants to be launched in a rocket ship? Can he withdraw that money and apply that to a rocket ship? If so, to? so it's interesting. No one can change it after Tom's death. Right. But Tom is free to change his mind at any time and yeah. modify the arrangements to his satisfaction as time goes on and his opinions change. Is there any sort of restocking fee or anything if he no, changes his mind? No. So he, he, is it guaranteed that he would get his money back if he yeah, changes his mind? Yeah, well, the way it works is he, something's going to happen with him at the time of his passing. Yeah. And if it's something we can provide, as, as I'm, I'm sure it would be the case, then those funds would be reapplied to whatever it is he wants. So and if, if not, know, refunded back to okay. him. Okay. That's interesting stuff. Tom, I hope uh, that uh, I'm glad you looked at this website. I'm glad you had those questions. Thanks. One last question for Tom, if I can, Bradley. Are, are, are you by chance a veteran? Yes. Okay, so make sure, and most veterans do, keep all of their papers in a neat, tidy shoebox, including your DD-214, because if you have that showing an honorable discharge, we welcome the military service to come dockside, and they unfold, fold, or present the flag while sounding taps to your loved one. It's very meaningful. And many families say, well, Tom didn't talk about it. It wasn't important to him. And some families might say, Tom loved it. He was all over the Navy or the Marine Corps. Bottom line is, if there are grandchildren or sons and daughters, they really should see, and we find they have a better experience at sea, if they, if they see what their loved one earned. Yep, it's a good experience to see that. If you if you got it coming to you, you should take it. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate Thanks, Tom. it. Appreciate the call. Okay, 617-254-1030. You know what? Well, we can do is well we'll start we'll get greg started greg in ohio of all places and you happen to have us you're you happen to have an outlet and a service in ohio ohio burials at sea correct okay greg what's up how you doing well you you already answered a question of mine i remember when i was in the service uh we had a burial at sea uh from uh ex-military and you know the family wasn't there naturally we were on our way I can't remember where, you know, and uh, we had a burial at sea, and uh, I, I was told it was a lead casket, and, you know, and there was a, a proper, you know, military, I'll say, party there, you know, everybody saluting them off. There was a uh, the ship's chaplain there, 
but uh, I, I didn't know if that was still welcomed or not. You know, you could say I want to be buried at sea, and if he was ex-Navy or ex-Marine, they would do it. And uh, so, what's the question? I, I guess that still is. I guess that still is. Uh, is there a question? Do they I'm... still offer? Yeah. Do they still offer that? Do, who's they? The, the no, service you were in. Uh, the, the, the the Navy okay. Order Marine. Sure. There are five ports of embarkation in this country, and closest to us will be Norfolk, Virginia. So what will happen is, and that's free of charge, no charge to the family. However, there's a 12 to 18-month wait. We're talking about burials at sea. And Greg in Ohio kind of asking, hey, if I were in the Navy, can't I get it done for free by the Navy? Well, kind of, I guess is the answer. Let me walk you through that, uh, Greg. Are you still with us? Yes, he is. Greg? Yes, he is. Okay, all right, great. So, Greg, uh, you need to have a DD-214 showing an honorable discharge, and the family right. member then tenders that over to the funeral director, and we make the arrangements for the honor guard to come dockside. Now, if you want to do a full-body burial at sea on a naval or coast guard ship, then you get dispatched in a metal casket with 40 inches of holes drilled in it by the funeral director and 150 pounds of weight to send to a waiting room in Norfolk, Virginia, or any one of the four other embarkation ports because you're in Ohio. You could take your pick. And uh, then you sit, hurry up, and wait. It could be 12 months, could be 18 months. Uh, the skippers of the ships might want to take the caskets out or maybe not. So sometimes that's gut-wrenching for a family. I've seen families that don't really want to wait more than two weeks. So the military often sends those families our way. Now, we're a private company. We charge money to do that. But uh, it gets done properly, and it gets done in a very uh, respectable, reasonable period of time. So your funeral director would uh, help make that arrangement. And uh, uh, we use a burial shroud that is made of a cotton canvas that's designed to degrade. So the only thing left at the end of uh, that uh, decomposition process is uh, are the cannibals, four cannibals, and they create their own reef. So they have a life after they serve their purpose, waiting a body down. I hope that answers your question. Thanks, Greg. Now it's Ed in Cambridge. Hi, Ed. Uh, hi. Uh, I have one quick question. Uh, I'll ask it and then I'll hang up okay. so you can answer it when, uh, you know. But my question is, for from the religious aspect, I was wondering, I heard recently that the Catholic Church forbids uh, uh, burial at sea, and I was wondering if either of you uh, men can comment about this. That's an interesting question. A lot, a lot of good experience as a Boston uh, Irish Catholic born right down the street here. I can tell you from two vantage points. The Catholic Church 30 years ago just started to accept cremation. Now, today, the Catholic Church wants any scattering to be done within an urn so that the cremated remains are held together. And it depends on the age of the clergy. If it's an older senior priest, they want the cremated remains to be committed or inured into a columbarium or a cemetery that's sanctified by the Catholic Church. Other younger priests are absolutely okay, because when you take a look at uh, water and birth and religion, it all chimes together. And we have a really nice uh, video done by a priest in Virginia Beach who uh, uh, has a flock of 10,000 parishioners, and he absolutely is for uh, uh, burials at sea, scatterings at sea. Chris, what can you add to that? Uh, I've not heard that the Catholic Church had a position one way or the other about burial at sea, other than what Captain White just mentioned uh, keeping the remains together in an urn for sea burial. 
Well, one of the things that uh, uh, we had the challenge was we had a war hero from uh, the Battle of the Bulge who died. 8,000 men died at his feet, in, and uh, uh, in, in I asked the... Uh, uh, I won't mention the town or the, or, the, or the priest, but I asked the priest to come bless the cremated remains prior to departure, and he wouldn't do it. I said, what do you mean you won't do it? He said, because I don't believe in it. And I was very distraught, so I spoke to one of my many aunts and who's on the Navy side of the family, and she said, call a chaplain. So we use chaplains now, and they come, and they say, he said, I'll be there in one hour, my brother, and he showed up, and he did a great job. So um, somebody can, after the segment is over, later in the night, can you call and tell me why the Catholic Church was not keen on cremation. That's a thing for another another time because we have limited time. And I want to... Thanks, Ed. I want to have uh, you walk through one of these cremations. I mean, one of these services. You choose the, the package you want to tell us about. It'd be great to get an overview so we could feel the whole thing from leaving the doctor, what goes on. Okay, so somebody passes away, and they call the funeral home. In this case, they're calling uh, Hermel Leiden and Quincy. And they may have... Awake, they may have a showing. What do you call it? A showing? Visiting hours. Uh, Visiting hours at the funeral home. And then everything moves to the vessel. And then we meet the folks at a dock, one of five or six in the Massachusetts area. And um, may I ask a question? Sure. I thought that there was no showing because there was no embalming. Sometimes a family might, a family legally, immediate family kin can view a body without embalming. Okay. Uh, but if you have a church and all the things that go with that, then there's a bombing required. Okay. But let's talk about a scattering because that represents 80% of our business. Okay. So what happens is uh, we then get to the uh, dock and we give the family a safety brief where the fire extinguishers, first aid kit, this is where the life jackets are. And then we explain that we're going to be heading three miles out to sea. You might see some eagles or some dolphins or some sharks and whales. And we head three miles out and we anchor the vessel. Very important to anchor the vessel because it stabilizes it with the wind and the current and people then can settle down and they can and they can process what's happening. We then uh, have a few maritime readings that we suggest the family choose from, play some music, and then we create rose petals with roses that the family brings or we bring, and it creates a beautiful rose petal field that the family scatters their cremated remains into. They take turns, or if there's an urn involved, they deploy the urn in this flower field. And we raise a bergie flag, which has eight stars on it to indicate the eight bell and to watch blessing. And we ring a 400-year-old Plymouth Plantation schoolhouse bell as a final farewell, and that flag flies, and we give that to the family at the end. You talk, You ran right through... You said end, eight bell, end of watch. End of watch blessing. So can you explain what eight bells mean? Sure. So on a ship, there are seven watches during the day. The eighth watch is the eight bell, end of watch, which also means the passing of a friend. So we fly this flag that has eight stars hand-sewn on it from uh, seamstress folks out in Salt Lake City. And we fly that flag, and we get, it's a bergie flag, which is about eight by ten, and we give that to the family uh, when we come back uh, uh, to the dock. But what we do is we fly that flag, and then we circle that flower field, which is quite beautiful, to a couple of favorite songs for the decedent. And then we fire off the ship's cannon, which is pretty cool, because that we, we, try, to, we try to work towards each sense, smell, sound, sight, because that makes a great A-plus event at sea. We then circle the area. We give the family six certificates to show date, time, latitude, and longitude. We take care of the required EPA permitting. We have uh, light beverages that we provide, and some boats have a BYOB for beer or wine, and some boats have a cash bar. We circle the area one final time, and then we come in, and that takes about two and a quarter hours. And we've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and they're all anywhere from two hours to two and a quarter hours, depending upon how many people speak and for how long. And you know what? It's really the family's event. We're there to execute. We make suggestions. It's their event. They're the author, and we make sure that it happens when you take into 
sea conditions and wind and weather and vessel and people's emotions. And there are a lot of details. And that's why you want to hire a professional to help you. So is there one scatter package to keep it simple or are there different? There's three packages. Trim levels. <laughs> the first trim level uh, uh, is, uh, uh, remember the power windows and the non-power windows in a car? Yeah. So our base package is unattended with no passengers, and we photo document. We do everything we just said, and that starts at $750. And you it's do it yourself. Reasonable. We do it ourselves. No, no one's there. Correct. And we do it on our time. So we might go out there at 5 or 6 in the morning or during sunset, yeah. and we might do regular burials at sea during the day. So we do this during the bookend part of the day, morning or afternoon. Yeah. And then the next one is up to six passengers, and that runs about uh, $1,750. And we can take up to 400 passengers. So it doesn't really exceed very often uh, $3,200, $3,300 for many. You can't go to Disney for that. Right. If, if so even 400 people. passengers is... I mean, there's a big, passage, big four, boat. Four, four, a big boat, and, and those run about uh, uh, a little north of 5,000, and it's based on Well, that's 400 crew. passengers. Right, and that's based on crew, getting the number of people, et cetera, et cetera. So we are about two-thirds the price of a traditional funeral. People don't come to us because of price. They come to us because right. they want their energy to go back into the ocean. It's What's the beautiful. average size of the crew, that, I mean, the, the, the group that comes on the boat? About 12. 12. How much is that one? About uh, twenty four hundred and fifty dollars. I think it's cool that you give the price out like that and don't hem and haw. I, th I, I, oh yeah, I we, like that. We range it because people want to know because one they have and, and Chris can tell you uh, they have to have maybe sometimes do a spend down in the estate or they have to pass the hat within the estate to make sure people can can can, can pay and uh, you know Chris what's the traditional U.S. what's the traditional in ground funeral today how much does that cost uh, well if you've already got your cemetery plot you're looking at anywhere from eight to twelve thousand dollars depending on the casket and the vault and the, which cemetery it is for the opening. Okay, uh -huh. question. What is the, the $2,400 for a 12-person burial at sea? Your end, Captain White, of course you still have to pay the funeral part of that. Sure. And what is that going to run them for what is necessary for the burial at sea version yeah, of what you if do? If we're going to do a full-body burial at yeah, sea. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's our, our well, time. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Time out, time out. We were talking about cremation, so let's make sure we are. Oh are, yeah, are cool. apples, apples and apples. Let's do that. So, so the cremation part, if you do you, your standard package, I think you publish is six, sixteen. 600. Yeah, right about sixteen hundred dollars. Okay, so sixteen plus twenty four is what it costs to yeah. to die yeah. and get a an excellent burial at sea for twelve of your for best friends. People. Yeah, twelve or fifteen, so depending upon the size of about four k. Correct for everything. Correct. Yeah, soup to nuts that's, and. And a standard in ground is between six and eight. Uh, more than that, yeah. because of the it's casket and all. Yeah, depending on the casket and the outer burial vault that, that you have to buy at this for the cemetery and whatever the cemetery. Some cemeteries are over two thousand dollars just to just to open the grave today. San Jose twenty five thousand a spot. Imagine that. So this yeah. is not only awesome. I sound like an infomercial, but the, this is not only excellent, but it's a better deal than the, the traditional in ground. Well, our full body thing. burials aren't inexpensive. Okay, well, let's, we're not let's, talking full body yet. We're sticking uh, with scattering. Okay, scattering, correct. Yep. And why would somebody? That's the people pleaser. Why would someone choose full body? Because a, it's more expensive. They don't want to be cremated. Oh. They and don't. That's, and why is that? And they don't want to be in the ground, because maybe their faith in fire uh, was not good, and they, you know, might be the Jewish faith, and they absolutely don't necessarily want to be cremated. So cremation is. Anathema to the Jewish religion. Well, he can answer that. Chris can answer that better than I can. But I can tell you that we we work with a lot of folks okay. that are Jewish that are, get cremated and get scattered. But on a full body burial, uh, folks tell us 
This is what they tell us. I don't want to be in the ground. Nobody's going to come visit me. And I would like to be out in the ocean with the wildlife. Okay. And I don't necessarily want to be embalmed. And I don't want to be in a box. Those are the reasons why people choose. I don't want to be in breath. a box. Right. I hear that. Let's take a break. Anyone else? A couple of good questions uh, so far. 617-254-1030. I have more questions. And uh, I've gone through the website. website and there's a little thing called the ship's locker, which contains some interesting stuff that's available to you. And there, are, and I also want to find out about the options you can get if you want. There are additional, as you sure. might expect. As you might expect. As you might expect, there are options. It's WBZ. Jay talking. My, my, hey, hey. Hey, attention. I'm talking for a reason here. All night long with Bradley J. With Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I know how this sounds, but something told me to turn on the radio. A voice on the radio told you to come here. Radio zombies all night long. You just have to listen. Bradley J's coming on strong. Jay talking. Bradley Jay. You're up next. It won't be long. WBZ. Can I talk? Talk to you. You gotta talk as well. The hour is gone. News Radio 1030. We got it called for the Jay talking show. We got it live. What you say? Bradley Jay. Okay. Wow. Time's. We have 10 minutes. So. We're going to get to the options. First, I want to kind of revisit. If somebody wants to right now sign up because they say, this sounds great. It sounds like a good deal. I like it. I want to get that out of the way so I don't have to worry about it. What is the procedure? Tomorrow, if they wanted to sign up, who do they talk to? They call New England Burials at Sea, which is toll-free at 877-897-7700, or visit newenglandburialsatsea.com. And they chat with us. It's usually about an eight or ten minute phone call, and then we pass that information to the funeral home. In this case, uh, 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 Hamill Lydon, and then Chris makes that first. It's called a first call, and he will then have an arrangement meeting where they meet and figure okay. out what they want to do, how they want to do it, and what options they might want. Okay. So, Bradley, if I could just interject for a second, yeah. we talked a moment ago about uh, or a little bit earlier about uh, uh, the law it protects your wishes if this is what yeah. you, you want to go through. And I got to tell you, I've got. Three kids at home, Chris and his two sisters. I can't get them all to agree on what breakfast cereal they're going to have each morning, right. much less what to do with dad. So the power of pre-planning, like you're suggesting, you decide you might want to do it tomorrow. How do we do this? Make the decision if this is something you're interested in doing. Pick up the phone or visit his website and uh, get the information and decide to just do it because 
first, you can ensure that you get what you want. Secondly, you, you spare them the hassles of wondering if that's what he, he or she wants. Or the questions, confusions, and difficulties yeah. that accompany all of those and decisions. And of course, at a bad time when they would be doing all this. And you, can and you can change your mind. Nothing's perfect. And you can change your mind. Yeah, sure. Wow. Now, the basic package, did you completely go through what's included, the soft drinks, there's... So what's included is in the, it, it, in the package. It, it, it is the arrangement, the actual order of service, the vessel, the crew, the fuel, uh, the uh, the flag, the cannon. Uh, we include the uh, a rose petal kit for folks that uh, uh, pay at least 30 days ahead of time if they have a planned date, like they want to go June 21st of next year, the summer solstice, and they make that plan now. If they prepay it, they get the free plump rose petal package. They can also get additional flowers. We have catering available. For breakfast, for that's not included, though, right? Not included. Okay. Not, not included. It's optional. We're getting yeah. into the options. So they can get a nice brown bag lunch. They can get a hot meal if they would like. Uh, uh, and many folks want to do that because so like we're now we're food. into the option part. Into the option part, okay. correct? And we have uh, a cannon that we fire off once. If sometimes we had a family out off of Boston Light, they wanted to play the eighteen twelve overture and they wanted twenty cannon shots. Well, cannon shots aren't inexpensive. I mean, they run seven dollars a charge, so we charge seven dollars. How a long charge. does it take to reload the thing? We do it pretty quickly. And, so uh, how long does 20, uh, 20 take? Uh, 20 would take... Uh, At least 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah. Th 30 seconds <laughs> a shot. Uh, we have to let people know on the Coast Guard radio that we're not uh, trying to... I mean, the first time we shot the cannon was up in uh, Kenny Bunkport. And guess who came to visit us? Uh, the Mr. Secret Port. Service. Secret Service. Yeah. We were right <laughs> off of Walker's Point, And I said, well, rut So we had to <laughs> remember now we need to let people know that we're firing a, 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 a cannon that's a signal cannon. It doesn't have any shells in it. It's a signal cannon. Okay. Louise and Malden is with us. Here. Oh, Louise. Do you know Louise? No? Okay. Louise, what's up? Hi. Hi. Um, hello. Hey, I was interested in the environmental impact of different options. I know cremation um, actually does have a fairly significant environmental impact because of um, heavy metals released in the cremation process and in the waste that um, the ashes are considered hazardous waste and so I'm just wondering about different options and what. So you're you're wondering about the environmental impact of this. Well, I know scattering. I know that um, well, composting yeah. is okay. Oh, let's sorry. ask. We have a short amount of time, so let's get the answer. Chris, go right ahead. So my understanding, uh, Louise, is uh, I'm not a scientist, but it's a very very minuscule amount of heavy metals that can be introduced into the environment, limited only to de typically uh, any dental fillings. Or lead fillings that you may have, uh, which have not been used for many years. So that's what causes the problem. The heavy I metals. Believe that's it. I believe that. My understanding is that is it, and it's a very, very minuscule amount. Well, that. there's another piece to that. When you're cremated, you go into the retort for what two and a half, three hours at 1,700 degrees, right. and you are reduced to sterilized minerals. So. If there are metal pieces from a, uh, a casket or from a hip or from a knee or from a tooth, all of that is magnetically removed prior to the cremated remains finally being processed to uh, a texture similar to that of, of, of crushed eggs. And then those are sterilized minerals, so there is no toxic yeah. waste. We, right. we, we know that. They're sterilized it's inert. minerals. inert. Okay. Thank you for that. I Good question. Thank you. I about it, Louise. I, I saw that Dolly and Quincy call. You can certainly call back if you want. We have... Four minutes. Is there anything that I have omitted? Is there anything that you have not conveyed to the folks that you would like to con oh, convey? I want to ask you about the what I think are pretty meaningful items you can get in the ship's locker. 
the bracelet? Sure. Because we, well, we, 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 location is important, and this, these things address location. So location for us is latitude and longitude right yeah. down to the microsecond, and we get to within 30 feet of accuracy so folks can come visit that place a year later. Many people do that. So what we do is we memorialize that in a beautiful either sterling silver or stainless steel dog tag with dad's coordinates and maybe a message on the backside, see you on the other side or I love you, or a bracelet. And we also have now a really nice uh, made in situate uh, eight candle, uh, uh, I'm, I call it as a candle set with the latitude longitude on it. We also have uh, beer glasses and we have some really cool things that have, and, and, and wine glasses that have the latitude longitude on there. So people want to memorialize grandpa. And, uh, uh, and if you have the, by the way, a reminder of the longitude and latitude, I think you, you, f you can find that exact spot on your iPhone anytime you want. You sure it's can. It's kind of cool. And people usually track where we're going with their iPhones when we're at sea. What people want is they want a, they, they want a fair event that's beautifully orchestrated that gives them, it's interesting, and I've learned this over the last five or six of my last almost 13 years doing this, is that this event is really for the living. They want to show their family that they care and they loved their decedent loved one. And if we do a great job for that family member, they come back a second, a third, and a fourth time, and it's how they're handled by the funeral home and then how they're handled by us. It's all white glove because, you know, this is a real job. This is not just trying to, you know, throw on a captain's shirt and go on a boat. This is a real job, real insurance, real licensing, real expertise, and, and that's why we've grown so much. So it looks like you've anticipated everything and you make it easy and again i don't want to sound like an infomercial but we learn there would day. be a lot of loose ends that you've taken care of well some people forget the flowers and sometimes they forget the cremated remains i said where's dad did you bring the guest of honor oh my god he's in the car we had to turn the boat and go around. oh yeah in plymouth we had to turn the boat around and go back and get extra dad. fuel charge on that <laughs> no <laughs> so we try to make people feel comfortable and the most important thing for me is that when we see people aboard emote when they emote we know that we have touched the uh, the innermost part of their soul, that they're doing the right thing for their loved one. And that's really important to us because we take pride in what we do, and people, again, love what we do. And they and they say, let me – on Monday mornings in the water cooler, they tell all their friends, I think, Chris. Don't you that, think that? That, and uh, it's important to remember uh, that even though we've done this for a long time, we really only have one opportunity to get it right for each family that calls us. So that's what we strive to do. We've had the Boston Globe out with us. Uh, you know who came out with us recently? National Geographic. They came out with, with drones, and they photographed for a book coming out in 2020, a full-body burial out of Morrow Bay, California. We were surrounded by sea lions. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And speaking of wildlife, out here in Massachusetts Bay and Cape Cod Bay, thousands and thousands of Atlantic white-sided dolphins, and that brings great, great love to their families when they see them. Have about... 30 seconds to, once again, tell the folks how to contact you. Toll free, 877-897-7700. And your phone number, Chris? So we are Hamill Leiden Chapel in the Cremation Service of Massachusetts, and we are 800-696-5887, or on the website, www.hamillleiden.com. It's hard to remember those numbers, so what I'll do is I will leave your cards with Rob Brooks, should anybody want to get those numbers? And New England Burials at Sea.com. If you forget all that, just go to burialatsea.com. It comes up there too. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.